your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Don't forget you can check out exclusive Premier League soccer games live every Saturday on Live95.ie, the Live95 app and on your smart speaker powered by TalkSport. Premier League Live with now. Join in the experience with a Now Sports or Sports Extra membership. Uh, now, the current Manchester United uh, team, uh, there was uh, that one from the Irish team in the past, a team of Gary Breen's, people might uh, remember. Well, uh, certainly uh, two players uh, that the current Man U squad would be happy to have would be Dennis Irwin, who we know very well in Ireland, of course, for his distinguished career with the Republic of Ireland, and David May. And both of them are coming to Limerick very soon to talk about their careers uh, with Man United and elsewhere. And David May joins me on the line now to tell me a little bit more about that. Good morning to you, David. Good morning, Joe. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. Um, I, I saw that uh, you have, to be honest, what would be my dream job these days. You're a wine importer. Um, I was a wine importer, yeah. Oh. I've, um, I've hung up the glasses. Oh, did you really? Did you yeah, enjoy that? I've hung up the glasses. I did, yeah. It was really good. It was um, importing wine from, uh, from South Africa. Fantastic. But, um, but yeah, it was good. Different from football, but um, thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and, and David, I mean, you're going to have a chat um, with supporters, people who come along to Dolan's, which is just down the road from us here, the radio station on uh, the Dock Road. And uh, you're uh, bringing along someone that we'd know pretty well in this, these parts, Dennis Irwin. Yeah, well, I've known Dennis, um, God knows, 20 years now. Um, having played against him and also playing with him. But uh, Dennis is a great lad. He's um, probably the most uh, most consistent player I've ever played with. Um, great stories, fantastic player. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a good night. Really looking forward to it. Right. Now, you wouldn't necessarily be aware of uh, the rivalry between Limerick, where we are, and Cork, where Dennis is from. But maybe think Liverpool and Manchester and uh, double it. But uh, at at the same time, we have a lot of time and respect for Dennis Irwin. And you mentioned um, consistency. I mean, there's no question that when he was uh, playing, uh, they didn't say that he was an 8 out of 10 player every week for nothing. Exactly, yeah. Um, he was absolutely different class. Whether he played a right back or left back, um, could score goals, get forward, create chances. Um, he would he would absolutely fit in today's football without a shadow of a doubt. And David, he originally made his name at Oldham, didn't he? Before he got his move to Man U, and I think that's where you're from originally. Yeah, yeah, I'm still in Oldham now. Yeah, Dennis started at I think he started at Leeds first, and then he got moved to Oldham. And then his big move came a few years later to to join United. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was born, I don't know, goal kick from from Boundary Park where Dennis was playing his trade. Yeah, really fantastic. And, and you came up through the ranks at Blackburn Rovers, and at a time when Blackburn were very successful, weren't they? Making their way up into the top division. Of course, they ultimately went on uh, to win the league, and you had some great years there. I had some great years, yeah. I was there as a schoolboy from 13-year-old from up to 25 before I joined United. Um, but that was a time when um, no real money was, was in the game. I think Jack Walker, who was one of the owners, came and uh, he started spending big money. And that, that's how we got into the Premier League at the beginning of the Premier League in 1992. So, yeah, I, great times at Blackburn. Great times. And what was it like when you heard that uh, Man U were knocking on the door to take you there? 
gobsmacked, but absolutely so excited. Um, my contract was coming up to the end of the season, um, but once I knew that United were were you know interested, I'd, I'd already made my mind up. I played the rest of the season knowing that I was going to join Manchester United. There's never nothing would have would have stopped me from joining United. Nothing at all. And you joined Manchester United during a golden era, didn't you? You know, arguably on a consistent basis, uh, the most successful and best Manchester United team of any generation. Uh, we didn't do bad, did we? We didn't do bad. We had um, we had some fantastic players, you know, even, uh, you know, looking at our, our captain and Roy Keane, obviously Dennis, Giggsy, Scolzi, Becks. Cole, York, Schmeichel, Cantona, in so many, so many world-class players. They really were. So I was very lucky. I was very lucky. Was it good crack in that dressing room? What, with two Corkmen? Keenan <laughs> and Irwin? Absolutely. It was absolute. Oh, it was different class. But then you've got the, you've got the Manchester lads, you know, Scolzi, Giggsy, Butty, myself. Um, it, was, it was a real, real togetherness in a, in a dressing room. Yeah, I have to say, I'm, I'm really enjoying uh, watching that Class of 92, that series of documentaries where exactly. some of your teammates have, have taken over a, a club in the lower leagues. And really, I mean, it, it, the connection between them has remained to this day, hasn't it? And the wit, I mean, to think Paul's goals is so funny. And I mean, that, that really you know, surprised me because he was so averse to media interviews during his playing career. Exactly, yeah. That, that, well, that's Scolzi to a T. He's the instigator. That's all I'll tell you. He's the instigator of all the trouble that went on between <laughs> the lads. He's like a silent assassin. He would say nothing. And exactly what you just say there. Everything, he never did interviews for MUTV or the, or the media. He was, he was away in his car and he was off. Straight 10 minutes after training. But phenomenal player. And, and, and that's the togetherness we had. You see the lads there on, on that program. They're just so together. They're, they're a great bunch of lads. Yeah, and you know, being part of that squad, uh, David. I mean, obviously, very competitive, including the positions that you played yourself. You know, there were so many great players alongside you as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and I think that's. I mean, it's healthy in any squad if you've got um, if you've got that um, that type of squad. Players competing week in week out in training. Um, you know, there's a way we trained. We trained as if you played. You had to do if you. If your standards went, went up to that level, whether Roy would tell you, whether it would be other, you know the other senior players telling you, but there was that togetherness, and um, that got through. That got through so many games uh, and so many moments in in, uh, in in difficult times. You know, it's that togetherness and that fight for for each other. Great squad. Yeah. Well, turning to David May, formerly of Manchester United, of course, and Blackburn before that, uh, and he and Dennis Irwin uh, will be coming to Dolan's at the end of the month, and uh, it promises to be um, a night of great entertainment. You get to meet and greet the guys, and then uh, hear them chat about their days. Maybe ask some uh, questions uh, as I am uh, this morning. And, and when you look back, I mean, in the nineties, um, you know, the, the Premier League was starting, and there was money in it, but not at the astronomical levels it is uh, right now. So, uh, I mean, do you look at that with any jealousy or do you think, you know, we had a great time and that was the way it was? Do you know what? I wouldn't change it for... I wouldn't change it for anything. Yes, the money's obviously different, but you can't do anything now as a player. You're under so much scrutiny. Anything you say, anything you do, it's on social media. We didn't have social media then. 
Um, and and it was it's a totally different game. You know, you could go out, you could have a few beers with the lads, get no hassle. Now it's in the papers, on the radio, on TV. You know, you can't do anything. So no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it one bit. Yeah, and and, and and you know we think we think about guys who were very high profile at that time. You know, I think the likes of Paul Ince were at that stage. But but a lot of you, you know, you came in, you did your job, you enjoyed the the, the banter, and and you just you know largely went home. I'm not saying you didn't have a good time as well now, but it was different, wasn't it? Oh, it's totally different. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we'd, we'd play on a Saturday, and you know sometimes we'd have a team meeting where we'd all go out, and you know midweek we'd speak to the manager and say gaffer. You know, the lads need a night out. The captain would go, whether it be Keeney or it'd be, you know, senior pros, Dennis, um, Brucey, Eric. We'd just go up and we'd, we'd just go out in Manchester and just have a good night out. If there's any misdemeanors going on in the dressing room, they'd be ironed out and it would be back, you know, mm. taking the mick out of each other the next day. And, and that's how it was. That's how it was. And there were so many fabulous players in that Manchester United team and squad, David. For you, did any one of them stand out or, or was there a group of them that stood out and you, even in training you couldn't believe what they were at? Well, I mean, you touched on the class of 92. Um, for me, Eric, Eric Cantona was, was above everybody. But if you're looking at the younger lads coming through, I think Scholzer. Scholzer was incredible. Um, for, for somebody, I mean, for a young kid, wasn't very tall, wasn't very um, big in, in, in aspects of his size, very slight, but um, his brain as a footballer, second, uh, the best I've ever seen. Incredible. Incre- and, and he was nasty. That was a good thing about it. But you know, I'm, I'm so, I was just about to ask you that, because I always wondered about Paul's goals, whether he was just bad at tackling or whether he kind of knew what he was doing when the going got tough. I would, I would, you know what? I would say a little bit of both. <laughs> in, in in training, he would kick ten bells out here, um, and then on the on a, on a match day, he would do exactly the same. And sometimes maybe he overstepped the line, but that's what that's what people did in them days. You know, if you if you've got that desire to win and the fight to win, sometimes you know you step over the line to get the results you need. And you know, skull, it wasn't just skulls; it was there's there's you know, obviously, Corkman as well down the road, um, Mr. Keane. But that was the way. That's where we trained and played. Yeah, I believe it. Um, and and you know, obviously, Sir Alex and people very well aware of of him and his massive legacy uh, to Manchester United and, and to the game um, in general. Um, do you guys? Get to meet each other much? I mean, you and Dennis now will be in Limerick, for example, at the end of the month. Uh, yeah, we do. Um, I was uh, funny enough. I was playing golf yesterday with Frank Stapleton, um, who were played with the, with the Blackburn. So yeah, we do. We do catch up uh, whether we're playing golf or um, you know the odd event in and around the stadium. But mo- most days, uh, most match days, we come across each other. You know, we shake hands, and the gaffer's always at every game. So occasionally you'll bump into him, and um, sometimes they'll still give you that stare if you if you you know you've got a little bit of a Scruffy beard or anything, but <laughs> still, yeah. really, yeah. <laughs> still the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Captain the game, but me, 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 and Peter Schmeichel were pitch side doing. I was doing MUTV, but I think Peter was doing something for Danish television. And the gaffer was on the touchline, so he said, "Come on, we'll go and have a word with him." The first two words out of his mouth, "That's a fine." Well, three words, "That's a fine." 
because the pair of us had scruffy beards. I'm not having that at this club. And that was it. Not seen for five years. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, really, that's really great. Yeah. Well, well, listen, David, mate, uh, you're coming to uh, a place in Limerick. We love our sport, be it um, soccer, Munster rugby, the Limerick hurlers, who are the All Ireland champions um, at the moment. I think you'll really, really enjoy it uh, with Dennis. Look after Dennis around Limerick now. That's the only I thing. I will have good crack. Yeah, yeah you'll, you'll have good crack, absolutely. You'll re- I think you'll really, really enjoy it, David May. Uh, pleasure to chat to you. Uh, thanks so much. And uh, it's fantastic as well, because obviously we've had loads of COVID restrictions here, that these events can take place again at places like Dolan's. And I suspect you'll get uh, a huge turnout on the night. Cheers, Joe. We'll have a great time, Paul. Thanks a lot. Great, David. Thank you so much. Take care of yourself. Take care. Bye, Paul. That's uh, David May, uh, formerly of Man United, of course, and Blackburn before that, coming with Dennis Irwin, who doesn't need any introduction uh, to Dolan. So you get onto the Dolan's website, you can find out more uh, about that uh, coming up the end of March. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today.